Willie on the car phone, have you seen the video from, I mean, I saw it on Instagram, but I don't know where it's actually from. Uh, I believe it was posted there of the man with pit bull on subway uh, attacking woman. <laughs> was the man attacking or the, the pit, pit bull? is attacking. <laughs> I understand my modifier was dangling <laughs> yeah. and like five other grammatically incorrect <laughs> things happening there. Um, but this is a video. It's been picked up by the news lately. Um, happened a couple of days ago where uh, man man has dog on subway. Dog starts biting what appears to be woman's like casted arm and oh, no. will not let go. The entire subway car is screaming at this man to do something about this fucking dog and they're all taking phones out and videoing the whole thing. Man appears to be complete asshole. <laughs> like, is is yelling at everybody else, basically blaming them for, like, inciting the dog. Woman is clearly terrified. <laughs> yeah, of course. And all this made me think is, well, obviously, like, what the fuck is the dog doing on the subway to begin with? Right. So we've gotten to this, this place in our society where people just think they can bring their animals fucking everywhere. I, I don't know if it's our culture of just having, like, so many pet stores around, uh, like, uh, you know, pet pet boutiques we'll call them with like mm -hmm. pet accessories mm -hmm. you know dress your pet up like you <laughs> dress yourself up like your pet you know sleep like your pet i mean i don't know if these people are actually insane the way uh you know some people we make hln shows about are <laughs> uh but the idea of these comfort animals is is really getting to me uh -huh. you know a animals on the plane with us animals everywhere guy recently with a peacock <clears throat> The Shut plane. the fuck up. Yeah. And uh, I think it was Delta who said that uh, they, st they stopped him, um, understandably. And he, okay. was, he was like carrying this like beautifully plumed peacock. <laughs> Amazing. Um, trying to trying to get on, on the plane saying that it was a uh, uh, like an emotional support animal. Right. And for which he had, I guess, the, all the requisite documentation. I also like the idea that like he got through the different levels of security at the airport and they're like, the next guy will... Fucking, like fucking stop him! <laughs> <laughs> Good God! Yeah. So yeah, wait. Are we saying the peacock maybe went through the X-ray machine? <laughs> may have gone did the peacock the get scanned? Yeah. Or, or yeah, or the the put your hands up one. The, yeah. Then the, the... they did their whole like NVC plumage. <laughs> <laughs> now spread your wings. Yes, yeah. we need to see everything here. Um, also, like peac peacocks are famously irritable. Like. Just asshole animals. Oh, totally. So, so the idea that they could be a, a comfort animal and, is and is so kind of fun. so aren't they so territorial too? <laughs> yeah, right. Like right. I mean, they're basically dinosaurs. We've seen <laughs> they're these basically things. Dinosaurs. Like everything about their uh, like morphology like tells you that they uh -huh. are a prehistoric beast that at any moment would just decide like. I'm gonna make you my bitch, and I'm the top of the pecking order here. Yeah, and I'm like getting, I'm getting flight. in first class. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting in first class. I'm fucking renting up in the air. <laughs> Try to stop me. Try. Try to stop me. Uh, yeah, but bring. The, so my thing with dogs on the subway too is, um, first of all, the subways these days are so fucking crowded that having a dog there would just piss me the fuck off. Right. To have like a, a an animal there. What do they pay to get through the turnstile? <laughs> do you have to swipe twice? <laughs> like, the MTA is in serious debt. I'm not having a large 
pit bull get on the get on the train without having paid its its two seven what is it two seventy five now two seventy five yeah. for now for now for now going up soon <laughs> I'm sure as as it seems that as ridership increases and as service decreases the the cost of the subway only goes up yep. exponentially, um, yeah and I, it's an excellent point I think the other thing too for me is just there's there's this sense of entitlement now for me about people with animals that like I get to do this whereas I I like a good old fashioned guy on the subway with a bike who feels really bad about it yeah yeah because I've been there before and it's a shitty ass feeling and I like them to feel remorseful and basically for people to be moving around them and them to say I'm sorry and that's awesome I love seeing that it shows a sense of humanity and like mm-hmm. society but with with dogs and other animals it feels like there's such a binary nature where like you have to once you're bought into that thing you have to back it a hundred percent and it's like i have a right to this i'm entitled to this right right and even if you have a better relationship with that dog than you do anyone else on the train which you probably do you we like we still have the that uh genetic connection of being homo sapiens in yeah absolutely understanding that that uh, no, 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 uh, no. Let's, let's take it a step further than that. Even though you may have a better connection with that animal than you have with any human being on the planet, your <laughs> own mother, father, children, spouse included, my sentience dwarfs that fucking yeah, oh, animal's, totally, totally. like, comfort. Totally. Like, I get to stand here because... I did just work all day mm-hmm. and I do have like a concept of my own death and it's coming quickly and I so I get to be on this subway because <laughs> it's crowded and you take up two spots. Yeah, if the dog got a seat that would be outrageous. <laughs> like waiting. it's like it's I'm only waiting. seat. <laughs> I'm so waiting for that. But so yeah. you pointed out that that like this pe- this person with a peacock technically had all the documents and like that's just it. Like, I think there's this this disconnect for us, too, about we don't know what it takes to have these documents, but we basically know that anybody can procure a document saying mm-hmm. that their animal is a comfort animal. Like, it, it, it does not seem like it is a hard threshold <laughs> to pass. It's basically <laughs> the equivalent of getting, like, a prescription to Xanax, you know, in yep. the South or something, <laughs> like, or oxycodone, whatever you want. Um, any opioid, for that matter. But... <laughs> Anybody can get these things. So I just feel like, what's the logical conclusion to this? Like, are we going to have, you know, parents getting their kids a, a comfort animal at school, right? Kids are already bringing, like, security blankets and stuffed animals for, for rest time. Who's to say they can't just bring their fucking turtle right. into school every day? Bring in their, like, comfort narwhal. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean you don't have space? <laughs> Listen, this is a public school. You have to accommodate... Yeah, I have documentation. ...all of my needs. I have an IEP. <laughs> I have an IEP. I eat at the allergy table in the cafeteria yeah. in the corner when nobody else eats during seventh period. And I need space for my one-horned narwhal. <laughs> he doesn't... Yeah. And he doesn't like other kids. <laughs> so, <laughs> give he give like him space. Kids. Do not make eye contact with my narwhal. 
Uh, I, I will also not be making eye contact with my narwhal or talking to it, but don't let that concern you <laughs> yeah. about our relationship. Our relationship goes deeper than physical or verbal communication. <laughs> and like, this is not to say that, that uh, something like canine or equine therapy or something like that doesn't do good things. It certainly does. No, of course but it's, not. I also think it's, it's getting to a point, and I think this links in with what you're saying about schools, that... Um, there's a uh, there's a privileging of 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 a like one specific individual well being to the great um, to the great annoyance of and discomfort of everyone around them and for that, real and that is becoming an okay thing to do for real and it fucking sucks it's unbelievable I mean so far we've talked about subway and we've talked about classroom and we've talked about plane. You know, these are places where you might be inconveniencing or annoying, let's say, maybe 150 people tops. But who's to say we're not, you know, at some point bringing our comfort dogs to sporting events, right. to concerts, right? We already have, you know, babies on planes and in theaters crying. We already have dogs in basically both situations taking dumps everywhere. <laughs> like, at some point, you're just going to have somebody with their, you know, pet bear, you know, if you're, again, living in the South, you know, regional uh, acceptance. Course, course, uh, yeah. Bring your crocodile, bring your bear, bring your, you know, endangered... Uh, as long as you have the documentation. <laughs> as long as you have the proper documentation. Um, <laughs> but you said, you also said, uh, you know about the, the greatness of actual uh, therapy animals. Mm -hmm. And actual therapy animals are some of the most incredible people you'll ever meet. They're incredibly intelligent. They're so intuitive. They do such amazing work. I don't believe your animal is any of those things <laughs> if you're bringing it on the subway <laughs> right, or right. on or in coach. Like, right. I just don't believe it. Yeah, yeah. Um... That said, what do you think about really small dogs that fit in bags? All right, to really small dogs that fit in bags. Let's let's under I, the presumption of, of well-behavedness. Under the presumption of well-behavedness, I'm I'm gonna give a pass. I'm gonna give a pass to them. Now, I still think you're creepy as a person yeah. and weird that you like that dog to begin with, and also that you want to bring that dog in a bag as though it's a doll, because basically that's what we're saying. We're saying you're so insecure and neurotic that you're carrying around a, a doll, just a living doll <laughs> that you own and have possession over. Because you can't be alone with yourself for five minutes. I, again, I, you're a nut job. But I'm gonna give that dog a pass. What do What do you do about the when the dog needs to take a shit? I I assume. How do you know? I assume that these dogs are are bred even before they get to these idiot owners. Because again, we think these we think very lowly of you as owners. Very low. Um, I have to assume these dogs are bred with the just born ability to communicate a, a particular kind of yap. When they need to defecate. Uh, I thought you were going to say, like, they have a cartridge. <laughs> <laughs> Remove and empty. <laughs> I see. They, they are the equivalent of a biological Keurig machine <laughs> where you just, like, open up their hindquarters and there's just, like, an excess of yeah. K-pods left in there. Um, 
Yeah, no. I just think I think they communicate it. Uh, maybe it's psychic. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, they let their owners know. I, I would now like to defecate in your hand, and I would like you to then <laughs> release this somewhere. Okay, I'm gonna flip it though. Let's let's say like like we say that the uh, the comfort animals are something you you want and maybe even feel like you need. Yeah. Ideal comfort animal. Ideal comfort Cra- animal. craziness allowed. Like like your comfort rhinoceros that you ride. Oh, I see. All craziness allowed. Wow. That's big. I mean, I just asked my students today what their favorite animals were, uh, just on a whim, and they put it back on me uh, in the moment. <laughs> <And> I froze. <laughs> in the moment, I said tiger, but only because I was trying to prove to many of them that you can just make spot decisions without agonizing over it <laughs> and worrying that you're going to offend everybody else in the animal kingdom if you don't name them, so you try to name all of them at once. Uh, cat, dog, tiger, you know. so I just wanted to show them that you could pick one. Um, but shit, you've got me there. Um, you know, I really, I definitely want fur, right? Uh-huh. I definitely yeah, want something f- fuzzy. I'd like something that is, that feels both nurturing, uh, maybe in a, in a wise sense, um, mm. but also that needs my nurturing. I'm going to say koala. I think that a koala bear <laughs> might be the ideal comfort animal, not just for me, but maybe for the greater humanity. Huh. Should we invest in those and bring those around? I think we should. I think we should start breeding heavily koalas <laughs> here in the States. They might be an invasive species. I'm not super worried about it. They will it. be. <laughs> <laughs> they will be. There was that one episode of The Simpsons where they did the reverse invasiveness where uh, Bart brought a frog to Australia and it ate through all of their crops. Uh, this could be, this could be yeah. bad, but... I like it. What are you thinking? See, I was thinking something that was, I guess this isn't really comfort. I was thinking pure utility. Great. I was thinking like a, like a really large eagle that you could ride on. Whoa. Sort of a how to train your dragons like kind a, of situation. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I also like the utility of an eagle because you can also send it off send on it missions to things, too. Yeah, yeah. Right. You don't even have to go. Right. Go blind. And, go and blind you'll still, someone. because it's a comfort animal... You'll still have your psychic connection to course, keep you course. strong, right? And even, your even over strong. distance, yeah. And the, the eagle has crazy vision. What's your eagle's name? Huh? Um, I don't know. To put you to put you back on the spot yeah, for putting my, me on the spot with my koala. Name. I kind of want to give it like a really really common. I'm not name. naming my koala, of course, because we're breeding them so much <laughs> that it just doesn't make yeah. any sense. They're just numbered. Also, they're pretty disposable. <laughs> I mean, we didn't bring their actual um, their actual dietary needs over from Australia right. slash New Guinea or wherever the fuck they're from. Um, <laughs> they're they're so, eucalyptus. <laughs> it's eucalyptus, right? Okay. I don't know that it grows here. I, in the Northeast. I think it's more of an essential oil. <laughs> <laughs> can they vape it? Can we give them jewels? And can they vape it? If so, if so, this is a gold mine. I have a middle school parking lot where you, where you can buy it. Uh, where where the West Coast is is going hemp and marijuana friendly, <laughs> the East Coast is going koala and eucalyptus <laughs> friendly. We're all about our comfort koalas. I, the fucking name sells itself. Comfort koala. Is, comfort it, koala. is it two C's or two K's? I don't want it to be two K's. <laughs> whenever, Willie, whenever I see two K's next to each other, even if somebody just texts me the K-K. letter K... No, even just a single K <laughs> instead of the word okay or K-A-Y, 
I'm frankly uncomfortable with. Yeah, yeah. I thought, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. It's too much for me. I thought it was risky that Cars for Kids <laughs> went, <laughs> went K and K. Oh my God, that is such a hidden message in Cars for Kids. Oh wow, wow. Yeah. Yeah. No. Next. <laughs> next, we're gonna find out that that whole Cars for Kids campaign was like funded by the by the Clintons, yeah. and uh, that they have uh, <laughs> also spelled with a K. <laughs> also spelled with a K. <laughs> the Clintons and the Cokes. Oh my God! Oh my there's God. K's everywhere. Wow. It's terrifying. Yeah. Um, and I K's in baseball have always made me mm. weary too. Yeah. yeah. It's just. It's a lot. That. Well, especially, oh. especially baseball being, you know, such an old timey sport <laughs> yeah. with such a long history of segregation <laughs> rich and racism. racist history, yeah. <laughs> um, I was, I was at the Boston Red Sox game right after that very racist event last year. Oh, okay. And it was, it was one of like the most amazing, um, displays of like, of, of what American racism is where the next day yeah. was the next game and that, that batter who had been. Um, had those awful racist things said to him, got up to bat, and everyone at, at Fenway Park just stood up and started clapping. Like, yeah. It wasn't us! And we support <laughs> you! But at that point, three strikeouts had been made in the game. Jesus Christ. And I took a picture of that. It's one of my... Oh, like a, that is brilliant. Yeah, Way to my, go. My only photojournalism yeah. in yeah. my life. <laughs> That's your one Instagram post right there. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty terrifying. Um... Yeah, that's as American as apple pie. Totally. As it gets. Uh, so anyway, uh, you've been on with the Dull Boys. I've uh, been Gabriel and Willie on the car phone. Thanks again for being here. Good to be here. Yeah, and we'll have you back soon. See you guys soon.